So the topic of today's podcast is why you can't change her or anyone in general. Um, I think a lot of you guys listen to this podcast are trying to become better versions of yourselves and you're working on becoming better versions of yourselves every day and you start to realize how many other people in your life, including family, the friends you talk to or the girls you talk to, aren't putting as much effort in themselves as you are. And so you start to look around and you start to wonder, like, why aren't you trying? And so you try to talk to your friends, you try to talk to your family, you try to help them out. And you're trying to change them. And then all you're doing is causing yourself a headache. And I think a lot of you guys can relate. I can relate to this as well. And I'll share a story about this with the girls I've talked to in the past and with family members and just with people in general. So before I start this podcast, I have a quote I wrote and is you must accept people for who they are nothing more nothing less by doing so you avoid the headache and heartache of trying to form something into something it simply doesn't want to be although you love the idea of what that person can become people don't change their habits or desires permanently just because you want them to they will begin to resent you or continue to behave as they did before you need to find people who already are the type of people you want to have in your life. Conserve your energy. Do not argue with those not willing to become better versions of themselves. All you're doing is wasting your time. And this is something I had to learn with women first, and I had to learn it with friends, and then I had to learn it with family. And I realized this just works with just people in general. And so my second podcast on Alpha's Only Club was she belongs to the streets and is basically talking about all the girls you should avoid and also um, a story of the girl I dated who had daddy issues and in that story I talked about how I tried to change um, my girlfriend who belonged to the streets into something that I wanted her to become that she just that she just couldn't become or didn't want to become and it's just like the saying don't save her. She don't want to be saved from that song. And it's so true. Um, I think the one issue that I had to learn the hard way, like a lot of you guys out there, is I found a girl that was very attractive and I connected with her, but she just wasn't on the same level of beliefs and value systems. And so you know, I valued integrity and I valued honesty. And those are things that she just simply didn't value. And so instead of me leaving her because I was fearful, I wouldn't be able to find someone else. And because I was insecure back then, I stayed with her and I decided, you know what, I'm going to try to change her because I think I could save her from the streets or I think I can change her into something even better. And so, you know, she would be texting other dudes, she'd be calling other dudes, she'd be talking to other dudes, whatever. And I thought, okay, cool, I'll be able to get her to stop doing those things. One, because I'm such an amazing guy. And two, because, you know, I like her a lot, which both those things did not matter at all. And this is, you have to understand, with low-quality people, those things do not matter at all. They just simply do not care. And so... I tried to get her to stop doing these certain things or hang out with certain people 
And all I was really doing was causing myself a headache because she would agree with me, right? I'd, I'd, I'd give her my reasoning to why you shouldn't be talking to other dudes. And I tell her, you shouldn't be talking to other dudes because one, I don't talk to other girls and two, it isn't fair, right? And so I tried to explain this to her and she agreed. She said, yes, you know, she eventually agreed. And I told her, how would you feel if I was talking to other girls? How would you feel if I was giving other girls my Snapchat? And she said, oh, I wouldn't like that. I was like, okay, great. Then then you shouldn't, you know, be doing that with other dudes, right? And she's like, okay, I agree. And then she would keep doing it, <laughs> right? And that's a small example of trying to change someone into something that they're simply not, right? And everyone has these habits and and they have desires. And if a girl wants to cheat on you or if she wants to talk to other dudes, trust me, she will find a way and she will do it. If she wants to cheat on you, she will do it. If she wants to talk to a dude, she will do it. It does not care how much you like her. It does not matter. Because girls are emotional creatures at the end of the day. It does not matter how it affects anyone except for her own feelings. If it makes her feel good, she will do it. Right? And so that's I, that's the one thing I had to learn the hard way, right? And I already talked about that in in my second podcast. Um, but yeah, it was just a, a really good learning experience because you know a lot of guys who try to be white knights in shining armor try to find girls who belong to the streets and they try to save them, aka Will Smith, for example. You know, he's talking to a girl who has a bunch of issues, talking to a girl who obviously has, you know, had a lot of experience with other dudes, including very famous people. And so this lady, Jada Smith, has a lot of issues. And you could just tell. If you just read body language or you just know, right, from just experience, you understand that this this female has a lot of daddy issues and a lot of other issues. And... Will Smith trying to be the white knight in shining armor, trying to save her from the streets. And guess what? She still belongs to the streets. No matter how much will how much money Will Smith makes or how much fame he has, you cannot change this girl. And he you everyone's seen this. She still cheats on him, she still talks to other dudes, and she still, you know, he does everything for her, you know, to get her attention and to get her approval. Like Example, slapping another dude in the face for making fun of her. You know, he did that just for her approval because he's a beta male simp seeking approval. He didn't do it because, you know, he thought it was funny. And, you know, and then he looked over at his wife and she didn't like it. And so he changed what he thought was funny because she didn't like it. And he wasn't standing up for himself. He was standing up for a girl that belongs to the streets. So if this girl was such an amazing girl and he was such an amazing guy, which obviously not, <laughs> you know, it would have been right. You know, if someone was, you know, doing that, it might, it might have been justable. It might have been okay, right? But either way, he got emotional, which you should never do, and he decided to slap someone on stage in front of millions of people and he started crying about it. It was the most girliest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, 
And that's literally what women do. <laughs> like, literally. Uh, so it's just interesting. Um, but yeah, you know, going back to what I was saying of, you know, the girl is trying to change, right? You just cannot change the girl you're talking to. You can only change the girl you're talking to, which really means you cannot change who she is. You can only change the girl you are talking to, right? If you're talking to a low quality person, you need to change that. You need to walk away and you need to work on yourself and like attracts like. If you're focused on yourself and you're focused on becoming the best version of yourself, you will realize and wake up to how many people around you are not doing the same thing and like attracts like. Eventually, you will start to find and meet people who are on that same path and mission as you. This is how the universe works. If you're complacent and you're lazy and not trying to focus on yourself and your mission and purpose, life and the universe will hand you these type of women, these type of people in your life, right? Just to test, to see, hmm, I'm going to hand him a really low-quality girl, but she's hot, you know, but she has daddy issues. I'm going to hand, the universe is saying, I'm going to hand this girl over to this guy and see what he does. Is he going to, one, date her and try to change her, or two, is he going to accept her for who she is and move on? Right? And this is tests you get given all the time. And so I'm not saying to totally hate girls who have daddy issues. No. You can still have fun with these girls. Just do not take them seriously. Right? And a lot of people are going to get upset. Whatever, whatever, whatever. But the guys who learn the hard way understand that if you take these women seriously, you will suffer the consequences. Right? You can ignore reality, but you cannot ignore the consequences of ignoring reality. And this is the reality. Girls with daddy issues are not fun to date. They're fun to play with, but not fun to date. Talked about this in my second podcast, She Belongs the Streets. And two, with people. With people you are trying to change. And this is including with your friends or family. And this is a quote from Corey Wayne. Trying to change someone you love into what you want is fruitless and why you should instead focus on being the best version of yourself and either accept those you want to change as they are or have the guts to leave and find someone who's exactly like what you want. And another quote from The 48 Laws of Power. This is law number nine. Win through your actions, never through argument. Any momentary triumph you think you have gained through argument is really a victory inside your head. The resentment and ill will you stir up is stronger and lasts longer than any momentary change of opinion. It is much more powerful to get others to agree with you through your actions without saying a word. Demonstrate, do not explicitate. I'm going to read more. Keys to power. In the realm of power, you must learn to judge your moves by their long-term effects on people, right? The big picture. The problem in trying to prove a point or gain a victory through argument is that in the end, you can never be certain how it affects people you're arguing with. They may appear to agree with you politely, but inside they may resent you, or perhaps something you said even offended them. 
Words have that insidious ability to be interpreted according to the other person's mood and insecurities. That's a good one. Even the best argument has no solid foundation, for we all have, for we all, oh, sorry, for we have all come to distrust the slippery nature of words. And days after agreeing with someone, we often revert to our old opinion out of sheer habit. Sorry, fucking the lighting messed up the fucking <laughs> the words on the book. All right, maybe I should stop fucking trying to read out books, and I should probably just leave it back on the screen. Um, but yeah, uh, it's it's hundred percent right. You know, looking back at times with friends or family, you know, and just recently, you know, family member, you know, you love your family, right? And when you become on this path of becoming a three percent club, you start to realize. There's just, a, there's just, you know, it's just a realization that a lot of people are just not on this path. A lot of people are just not willing to become the best version of themselves. And this is why it's a very tight community, a tight club, a very exclusive community of just men who want to become a better version of themselves. Because once you start applying these things to your life, you'll start to realize how many people are not willing to try it or listen to it. And I can guarantee so many of you guys who have tried sharing these podcasts with your friends, your friends are like, oh, no, that shit's stupid, or oh, no, whatever, and they make fun of you, whatever. Or you do bring up valid arguments, and they're like, yeah, you know, actually, you're right. You know, being a simp isn't a good idea, and I guarantee you guys have friends who agree with you on these things, and then they go back to simping. It's like, bro, what the fuck? I just told you why you should break up with this girl. I just told you why this girl's she on you. I just told you why this girl is not into you. But you won't listen. They listen. They pretend to listen. But they don't change. Right? Their actions mean more. Right? Watch people do. Not what they say. And so. You start to realize. That. Oh man. This. This is just. A headache. Like. These people are not wanting to change. And all you're doing is you're frustrating yourself. Because you're giving people. This advice. This amazing advice. That helped you. And you're trying to use it. On other people. And the thing is, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. And I've told this to many people. I even get people on the phone calls and whatnot, on the comment section, whatever. You know, I have, I, I'm giving all this advice away for free. Literally for free. You can find all this advice online for free. And it's good advice if you know how to use it the right way. And to the guys who have used this advice and has worked on you, and you try giving it to other people, they're just like, no, 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 no. This guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I could do better or whatever, whatever, whatever. And then they go back to being a simp or they go back to being a beta male cuck for this girl, the social media thought or whatever, right? Or you, or you try to talk to your family about certain topics that you've woken up to, right? That you've escaped from. Like society for example. Like you've woken up from society. And you've been like you know. I realize fuck society. Fuck society's trying to hold me down. And trying to keep me as a bot. Like literally an NPC or a robot. And so you try to explain to your family. You try to tell your family like. Dude like this is what's going on in our world. This is what's happening. And they're like oh yeah yeah yeah. And they just go back to doing what they're doing. Like complete robots. 
and I've kind of experienced this with my family as well. Not my entire family, you know, just certain family members. I would talk to them, and they all they all know about my podcast. They all know about my videos. You know, they don't watch it consistently or anything. But they know about it, and they know how much this helps other people. And they, they see the results of it changing other people's lives, right? They literally see it with their own eyes, you know. They always congratulate you, like, oh, wow, like, I saw, like, all the reviews on your podcast, or I saw all the comments, and everyone loves it. And you're like, yeah, because it fucking works. No shit, right? <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm talking to my family member, and I'm like, yo, like, you just need to, you need to wake up about, like, a lot of things, like, in society, like, feminism for example it's it's infected like your brain to like think that all these things like that school needs to go first before family and that school is more important and business and trying to be like men is more important example i know a lot of you guys who have sisters or little sisters and i've even had you know messages about this in the past of guys who listen to my podcast they try talking to their little sisters who are kind of starting to get affected by society and feminism just because they're at school. They're around a bunch of girls. They're about, they're around a bunch of female teachers who are just brainwashing them into thinking this way. And the sad thing is with girls is they do not have the choice to branch off on their own Unless, you know, it's an outside force acting upon that thing, right? So, for example, girls are very focused on what's popular and what in society. Because going back into caveman days, as men, you could disagree with what the tribe thought. And you you could get kicked out of the tribe and you could survive on your own, right? You could fight off saber-toothed tigers you could survive on your own you could hunt fish and create a whole new tribe by yourself right you could find others like you and create another tribe and lead that tribe and here's the difference between men and women if women back then disagreed or they acted out of what society or the tribe thought was okay if they were kicked out of the tribe they would die they would not be able to survive on their own, right? And this is because biologically, like this is with even biologically today, just physically and mentally, they would not be able to survive on their own. And this is simple, going back to caveman days. Just going back to caveman days, they would not be able to survive on their own, trying to fight a saber-toothed tiger. Right? It's just not natural for them to. Because they usually would have the guys protecting the whole entire tribe. Right? And they're caring for their family. They're gathering. The men are out hunting. That's like very simple. And so this goes still into the brain. Everyone still has that part, that primitive part of their brain. And so for women, if they are not liked by society or what they do is not approved by society, they won't do it. So, like, for example, slut-shaming was a, a very big thing back then. Like, uh, women would not post the things they posted now. 
if they did back then, they would be slut shamed to the point of like no one would like them. And other girls would be like, oh my God, that's disgusting. Why are you posting that? Or, oh my God, why are you talking to that guy? You can't do that. Right? But now it's starting to become more okay for women to be more promiscuous online, right? Guys are promoting it, girls are promoting it, guys are liking it, guys are commenting. And it's like, okay, cool, this is accepted, right? Girls are doing this more now. Why wasn't girls doing this before? Because it wasn't accepted back then. But now it is, and you're starting to see more girls doing it. They're starting to be more promiscuous in real life and online. Because in society, it's more okay. Right? And you start to notice the girls who are against being promiscuous and against having multiple partners, they're hated on. They're hated on by other feminists. Feminists go all over their page and just call her a pick-me girl or whatever. Right? And you see this a lot with just girls. And with clothing, with what's popular online, like the whole Black Lives Matter thing. For example, I was on whenever the whole Black Lives Matter thing for like George Floyd was going on, all you see is a bunch of black screens from a bunch of white girls posting it. And I, you know, I asked, like, why are you posting? I asked one girl, like, why are you posting this? Oh, because every, it, like everyone's doing it. Like, it's bad if you don't post it. Like, you're gonna hate it on. Like, you need to post it, right? It's like okay like so you're not doing it because like you generally like give a fuck you're doing it because you don't want to be outcasted from the group right and you'll start to realize this a lot right i've talked about this with uh sterling cooper on the podcast when i had him and he even talked about this as well if you're getting canceled by a bunch of girls all those girls you used to hook up with or the girls who are obviously still attracted to you and the girls who used to text you all the time are on the same like platform trying to cancel you with all those other girls with all those other feminists and you're like what is so strange you know because i had sex with you you want to have sex with me or you're gonna have sex with me which is like it's like why are you trying to cancel me this is funny because you were just texting me a month ago wanting to have sex with me that is so strange and it's simply because if society is doing one thing, they're all going to follow that one thing. Because naturally, women are followers. This is going to piss a lot of people off, but men lead, women follow. Dead on that. I don't get no fucks. This is super simple. I've talked about this in one of my other podcasts. Men lead, women follow. It is natural for women to be submissive. Nurturing and caring. This is feminine energy. Masculine energy is about leading, mission, purpose, drive. Search it up. It's super simple. Um, but yeah, you know, it pisses off a lot of feminists because they're all trying to be independent and whatnot. But, dude, if enough men were to stand up for themselves, which they don't, right? It's only the 3% of dudes. If enough men were to stand up for themselves and be like, yo, we don't like this shit. And we're not going to promote this shit. And we're not going to buy your OnlyFans. What are they going to do? They literally don't have any clientele anymore. They're going to lose all their money. And they can't do what was easy for them, which was just being promiscuous online. It's like, I've talked about this many times. Like, dude, guys, you have the power. Like, men have the power. This is very simple. Like, but so many guys 
let women in charge and the, their wives have the power or they let their OnlyFans girl have the power. And this is exactly where we're at in society now. You know, girls are just blowing up on OnlyFans, making a fuck ton of money <laughs> for just being promiscuous. And guys are paying to watch. I don't, I don't understand. It's like, dude, what? But, um, you know, a little rant for you guys, obviously, as usual. But, uh, yeah. Situate the family members, you know, trying to change them, trying to get them to be what you want them to be. And it's sad because you love your family. You love your family and you don't want to see them this way. This brainwashed, like, robot way of, like, thinking about life. Like, you want them to be more, right? You want, you're like, you see, like, your little siblings or whatever. You see your, like, sister starting to get infected with this whole feminist mindset. And you're like, damn, like, you know, you try to change her, right? You try to argue your points, and the best thing you can do is not to argue with them. And trust me, you could try. And you're going to realize this. all it's going to do is cause you a headache because people are going to do what's what their what their natural desires are or habits, right? And so for girls, it's with society. And so they might agree with you and say, oh, yeah, yeah, you know what? You're right. They're going to go back to school and they're going to go back to completely doing what they're doing before because guess what? She's going to try bringing up those ideas to her friends to seek approval from her friends, right? And her friends are going to shut down those beliefs and call her stupid or say, no, 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 no. You don't need a man. Hate all men. Men are men are nothing. Men are pigs. You don't need a man. And a lot of girls who listen to this podcast are probably like, fuck, I've heard that line so many times. Right? No, girl, go do your own thing. You don't need a man. It's like, dude, you hear this all the time. Oh man, and then, oh, she's like, oh yeah, you know, they're right. I shouldn't, I shouldn't, I shouldn't, you know, listen to this person, or I shouldn't listen to this podcast, right? So all you did was cause yourself a headache, and you, all you did was waste your energy and your time, right? Because although you love this person, and you try to offer them your advice, or you try to you know, change them, and they don't want to change. It's frustrating. Trust me, I understand. But I think the best thing, and just the best thing in general for you to do, is to accept them for who they are, and focus on being the best version of yourself. And they will learn by example of you. All the people who hate me right now, and all the people who hate you right now, or listen to this podcast, I can promise you, they will all learn the hard way that you were right all along. And I get I get this all the time. I, I recently posted on my Instagram a guy who was trying to cancel me and a guy who's a total beta male simp in high school. You know, one of my peers, not a friend, whatever, just a peer in one of my classes, a few of my classes, or in the friend group I was with back then in high school. You know, total beta male simp. And when I started making this podcast, he started hating on me, trying to cancel me. And then just recently, a few months ago, I get a text from him saying, you were right. There's no greater feeling than someone 
saying you were right. I never tried arguing with this guy, right? When this guy tried canceling me, all I did was I just unfollowed him, and I was like, this guy's fake as fuck, right? And I'll read out the text right now. It's March 18th. He texted me, you were right. And I said, haha, tell me. Because I already knew. I already knew I was right. I knew I've been right all along. That's why when people try to disagree with me or try to cancel me, I'm not afraid. Because what I know I'm talking about is right. I know deep down, I truly believe in the words that I say because I know that I am right. And I'm also willing to be wrong. But no one can prove me wrong. Never. No one's ever been able to argue with me and prove me wrong about these statements that I make. I offer, I used to offer all the time public seminars. Like, you could literally come on, join, and argue with me. How many people, and all the guys who used to join the seminars, how many people would actually join? It would be like one or two girls. I'd argue with them and they leave. They just give up. And you guys saw it, like live videos of me arguing with people on live streams on Instagram. Arguing with, when I was getting canceled, I'd do live streams. Because that's when all these haters are trying to follow me on Instagram and shit. Or watch me on Instagram and stalk me. And I'd do live streams with them and I'd argue with them. And they could never prove me wrong. They would just say, I'm homophobic, I'm racist, I'm sexist, I'm misogynistic, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, whatever, whatever, whatever. But then I'd be like, okay, explain your argument. Prove me why I'm wrong. They can't. They literally can't. And so when I decide to, okay, I'm just ignore you, whatever, like this kid here from my high school, this dude who was a total beta male simp who also tried to cancel me, who also tried to get with my ex-girlfriends, whatever. Total weirdo. <laughs> total simp, dude. Total simp. He said, you were right. And I said, haha, tell me. Because when am I, when am I wrong? <laughs> He said, it really is just a game to them, bro. You could give them the world, but they'll still want extra attention from other guys. Not worth it. And I said, 97% of the girls you meet are like this. He said, I believe it. And the fucking daddy issues. Because when I made that daddy issues podcast, like I was talking about at the beginning of this podcast, he was so against it. He said, no, that, 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 doesn't, that doesn't affect females. That doesn't matter to females. If they don't have a dad or if their dad treated them poorly... It's not going to affect my relationship with them. I said, okay, bud. Watch. You'll learn the hard way. And now he's now he's a fan of my work. Right? Pretty fucking awesome. It's really awesome. Because I accepted him for who he was. Okay, beta male simp, cuck. I accept you for who you are. I'm going to leave you alone. And I'm going to let you learn the hard way, right? I didn't try to change him. I didn't f- force my opinions on him. I didn't keep sending him my podcast. People act like I'm like forcing this podcast down people's throats. Like, no, dude, you could you you were hating a podcast that you are searching up and listening to. You could literally just pause it and close out of it, and it would not affect you. But all the haters love to listen and keep listening because deep down they know I'm right, but they love to hate. Because all they want to see is someone fail. Because they are just jealous of the work that I put in and the effort I put in. 
and people will just envy you when you truly believe in something. They'll try to, they'll, there's just evil people in this world trying to stop you from doing what you want to do. And you'll see this a lot. But then the same thing with family members, right? Accept them, move on, become a better version of yourself. And they will learn the hard way that being complacent and, you know, being what they're doing right now is not the best for them. They'll learn the hard way and they'll go to you eventually and they'll be like, you were right. And there's no greater feeling, I promise you. When that dude texted me, I was like, Gotti, Shorty broke up with you, and now you're listening to the podcast. Got him. Um, but yeah, you know, it's a great feeling. And it's a greater feeling than trying to change someone yourself. Let them learn the hard way. You know, I know if you love someone a lot, like I don't, I didn't give a fuck about this kid, but if it's like your family member, for example, and you love them a lot, it's hard, but you have to do it. It's just better for them to learn the hard way and realize that, you know, whatever. Like this could be with your dad, like your dad's, your dad's like a simp, right? And you realize this and you've woken up to this and you're, you know, your dad's a simp, kind of like Will Smith, right? And like you're starting to wake up like, oh man, like fuck, my dad's a simp. And you, you try offering your advice to your dad. And this is what Corey Wayne explained as well. His dad was a little bit of a simp. And he, he always tried offering his advice to his dad. And his dad would just keep doing the same things over and over and over. And his dad just had to learn the hard way. Right? Same thing with, you know, maybe your sister's starting to become infected by feminism. She's going to have to learn the hard way. A lot of girls are going to have to learn the hard way. You know, a lot of young girls right now, they don't like my podcast. A lot of older women love my podcast. A lot of older women love my podcast because they realize it was too late. If only they listened to what their dad told them in the past, or only if, if only they listened to what the men around them told them, they would have been much happier at a younger age, right? Because this is what happens with feminism. You know, it teaches women, forget about family, forget about marriage, put school and college and starting a business and working and trying to be like men first okay that way you'll be happy and that way you'll be independent right so women do this right they start working they start focusing on their mission and purpose they start trying to be more like men and do better than men and they try doing all these things and then you start to see that they're unhappy and all the all the women who at 18 decide to start a family are much happier nurturing and caring for their children and their family members than a woman who has to go to work every day like this is just psychology and this you you if you do any type of research if you deny what i'm saying you will realize that women are happier and there's it's scientifically proven that women are happier caring for a family rather than working it's just a fact and so feminism tells girls oh no 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 put family aside and so they put family aside right and so they start working they start doing college and then they start really craving a family because they're unhappy and they start looking at people who have families and they're happy and they're like damn i kind of want a family now and by the time they realize that guess how old they are around 30 right around 28 30 and so they're like okay cool i'm like 28 30 i've been to college i've worked i've done this this and that right and then guess who doesn't want them anymore who guess who doesn't want to marry them anymore 
a lot of dudes, like 90% of the dudes no longer want them because their peak sexual market value was when they were 18 to 20, 21, 22, right? But they decided to go to college and party and be independent instead of doing those things. And so they are like, they hit a wall. That's the wall. They hit the wall, right? They hit the wall, and there's a lot of women who have spoken about this, about women. You search up online. Women's, girls post this shit all the time on social media. They just don't, it's just not promoted because it's it would wake up a lot of people, right? And so, you know, search up. Search up experience from girls who have hit the wall. And they hit the wall when they're like 28, 30, and they realize, oh, fuck, I can't find a dude because no dude wants to marry me because I'm too old. They All the dudes want the young girls. This is how it is, Right? And so they hit the wall of, oh, fuck, I fucked up, right? But it's too late, and that's that's the sucky part, right? Is they hit the wall, and they're like, oh, shit, now, okay, I got to go find, I got to find a man who can, one, have that masculine energy, and a man that I'm attracted to, right? And so they're trying to find a man they're attracted to, but all the men they're attracted to aren't attracted to them. That's the catch, Right? Of course, there's hundreds and thousands of dudes who want to still date them, right? There's still thousands of dudes who want to date single moms or older women. But those guys, those girls don't want them back, though. That's the catch. So girls, when they hit this wall, they want they start chasing and pursuing guys who don't want them back. Those guys might hook up with them, right? But they're not going to want to marry them. They're like, dude, I could literally marry a girl who's 18. Why would I want to marry you? Like, what do you have special to offer? Oh, I've been to college and I've started a business. Uh, I don't give a fuck. What? Right? This is literally what the guys are thinking. It's like, um, okay, cool. See ya. I'm going to go date this 18-year-old chick out of high school or college. See ya. And then they realize, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. All this college and all this school and all this working just fucking led to absolutely nothing. And that's what's different between men and women. Because if men work and they focus on their mission and purpose, guess what that does? It builds their value. Do you think girls are going to ask any girl, would you rather date a guy who has no fucking experience working? They're like, no, I want a guy who's a hard worker who makes money and knows how to make money. Right? And so that's the catch, is that actually builds a guy's value. For women, all it does is waste their time until the point of no one wants to date them anymore. It literally, feminism just plays women, and it's so fucked up. And a lot of people think I'm hating, like, so for some reason people think I'm, like, hating on women. I'm like, no, dude, I'm, this podcast is to help everybody. It's just literally just to help wake people up. But obviously, a lot of people still don't want to be woken up, and that's totally cool. I accept them, right? A lot of people who hate this podcast, I accept you. I accept you for who you are. I accept you, whatever. I do not care about what you think, okay? It's simple as that. I accept you for who you are, but I don't care what you think about this podcast or me. I'm not trying to change you. I'm just trying to help you wake up. You know, I'm offering. I'm offering the water. I can't make you drink it, but I'm offering it to you, right? So it's just, it's just like that. And it's sad, right? And you start thinking about like, oh, shit, a lot of women are going to have to go through this. Like thinking about all the girls in college right now or all the girls who are working right now, you're thinking about this like, oh, shit, it's going to end up playing them. It's going to end up biting them in the ass 
because they want to be independent and single. And then they're going to realize that, oh, shit, I'm not happy. And they're going to want a family. Uh, yeah. You know, I see this a lot. Uh, you'll see this a lot with girls in the military, girls in the police force, girls, you know, who just go to college and work in general. Like, you'll just see this. Eventually, they're going to start to crave for family. Why? Because feminine energy is all about nurturing and caring, right? So even though how masculine and how how much of that masculine energy that women's been uh, introduced to, you know, from working and focusing on her mission purpose, there's still that feminine energy inside of her because that's what's natural is just craving, craving a man, craving a good man, a masculine man, and a family. But by the time they start realizing and they by the time they actually start listening to that feminine energy and, and once they start to become in tune once again with their feminine energy because school and college has just totally tried to erase that, right? And society's been trying to erase that from women. They start to realize, oh, fuck, I've been lied to. And they hit this wall of reality. And, you know, imagine if, you know, they were imagine like you know they've probably been warned a bunch of times. Oh, you need to get married, and they're like, "No, fuck you." I'm. That's not that's not how it works anymore in society. Girls can now work, and girls can now go to college, and they can be happy on their own. And then their mom and dad are like, "Okay, cool. See how that works, right?" And so here's the thing: if they do end up with a guy who is you know wanting to date them while they're older, because they're a beta male simp cuck who doesn't see the value in himself, right? A low-value dude will look at that and be like, oh, yeah, I want to date her because that's that's the only thing I can get, right? Of course I'll date her. Guess what happens? She's still going to be attracted to the guys that don't want her back because everyone wants what they can't have. It's a simple fact. And, you know, even though she's dating this dude or she's married to this dude who's a beta male simp for her and will provide for her and her, her kids, right? Or her other kids from another dude, right? Like Jordan Peterson's daughter. Oh, shit. Right? <laughs> uh, You know. She's still going to be attracted to what she's attracted to. And all women are attracted to the top 3% of men. The alpha males. It's super simple. And, uh, you know, girls can always disagree with that. how that doesn't exist or that doesn't matter. Who do they always end up hooking up with in the end? It's the bad boys. It is what is. I don't make the rules. It's just it's just how it is, right? I'm just speaking the truth. So, yeah. You know. It's just how it works. And the girls will always be craving those guys. And it's not going to be fair to the guy. But obviously, he's a beta male simp, so it doesn't really matter to him. But that's just reality. She's either going to cheat on that beta male simp that she's dating and married to with the alpha male dude who doesn't want to marry her right she's still going to hook up like i said if a girl wants if a girl wants something she's going to find a way to get it right so she's going to have her cake and eat it too which is i'm going to date the beta male simp who's going to provide for me and marry me and have kids with me but i'm still going to cheat on him with the guy i really want which is the alpha male but the alpha male doesn't want to marry me so i'm gonna have to settle with this beta male simp Boom, that's it. It's pretty. It's a. It's that's. It's a pretty hard red pill for a lot of people to swallow, 
and it is what it is, you know? Um, a lot of people don't like thinking about it because it's just a harsh, cold truth. And so when a lot of guys realize this, this power they have of guys, dude, we don't hit our peak value until we're like 30 or 40. Girls hit their peak value when they're 18 to 20, right? So guys, we have plenty of time to work on ourselves and work on our purpose. That's why I highly suggest doing it as soon as possible. Because if you could build your value now, imagine when you're 30, 40, more experience, more knowledge, more money, just more everything, just more power, more status. Imagine that. Like it, you're just going to become unstoppable. Like at that point, you're going to be like, okay, I can get any girl I want. Why would I want to settle for a girl who's 28, 30, like pro-feminism, you know, she went to college and she went to school and she worked. Like, why would I want that when I get a brand new product, a.k.a. an 18 to 20-year-old girl literally in college or out of college or out of high school? Literally. You see this all the time, all these rich old dudes dating these young girls because that's literally how it is. It's That's how it works. Once these dudes realize their power, it is what it is. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this rant that kind of spread off from why you can't change people. But hopefully you guys learned a lot. Um, this is these are some things I haven't spoken about on YouTube, uh, and this is things that are going to be exclusive onto the podcast because you know it's for the fucking boys. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this podcast, and hopefully you guys learned something, and hopefully you guys don't cause yourselves any more headaches. And the guys who have learned the hard way of trying to change people. Now you know to just focus on yourself and accept people for who they are. And uh, yeah, if you truly feel like my work has changed your guys' lives, the least you guys could do is share this podcast with your friends. Donate to the podcast. There's a donating feature um, on the podcast, which is greatly appreciated. Um, It just funds Alpha's Only Club. All your guys's Funds go straight back into Alpha's Only Club, which is used to help other men just like you. So if you feel like this is valuable information for other men, go donate to the podcast. Go share it to other people. And if you have any personal or business or relationship questions that you want to speak to me about and ask my advice for, you guys can set up a phone coaching call with me. Um, I don't do them often. I do them only on the weekends. Uh, that's because that's the only time I'm available. Uh, so yes, I have very limited time. Uh, so if you guys want to speak to me, you guys can book a phone coaching call with me and talk to me. And uh, yeah, this is the podcast. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. See you guys next time.